Hey, I won't bug you too much. There are a few ways you can support the Brad and Brit cast. One of them is to shop at our Amazon store. That's shop.bradandbrit.com. Many of you have been doing this, and we certainly appreciate it. Doesn't change the price of the stuff you're buying at shop.bradandbrit.com. You can donate via PayPal. That's at Brad and Brit. On Venmo, it's BBCast. And on Cash App, it's BDUB336, BDUB336. And another great way to support us is to give us a five-star review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify, wherever. Just give us a five-star review. Brad and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Britcast, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing my best to keep my spirits up, my, my self-esteem up, and... Uh, I don't think it was breaking news to anybody, nor is it breaking news, nor will it continue to be breaking news as more uh, documents and revelations from the bowels of Facebook become public that uh, the people who work there, uh, they do have a conscience. They knew and they know what's going on. And uh, as far as the part about, you know, children and teenagers seeing Facebook and thinking, oh, I'm not as good looking as her. I'm fat. I, I, I feel terrible. It's, it's horrible. That, that, that's all true. But with that being a fact, why doesn't the Congress bring the heads of you porn and Pornhub in there? Because <laughs> I don't that, know what these are. What are those things? I, I'm told that the videos there <laughs> can make you feel, well, not quite – I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm just saying. There's a certain euphoria. There's a certain euphoria and a certain amount of shame, and then there's a certain amount of uh, yeah. Okay. Just this. This is something to to just there's to, a, to put there's, over there on the shelf. There's a podcast about those people. There's like one company behind that does most of the traffic to those, and they're it's a fascinating company, and they're just as awful and just as manipulative and everything else as you as you would imagine. And I can't remember what their names are, but they do. They're they're really dreadfully awful. And there's a whole underbelly to that whole situation, which gets really? to survive. And the, yeah, yeah. There's a whole. It, it's unbelievable. Who would have guessed? <laughs> Who would have guessed? There's the headline. all right. Facebook wants the young people back. That's, that's yeah. the headline from the New York Times. Okay. They want the young people back, so they can shame them and drive them to suicide once again. Good job, Facebook. Keep on rocking. Right. Nice lead. Nicely done. Now, now I I have to give myself some credit here because I do believe on this uh, Brad and Brit cast, not just a few weeks ago, but but uh, a long time ago when Facebook would come into the news and drop out of the news, come back, you know, for, for all these reasons. But now it's just it's in black and white. But my, my thought was, and I said, I said, if they can't monitor or even come close to monitoring, Things in the United States with the uh, was it tens of thousands of people supposedly that are that are playing a uh, hall monitor on the banning people and it, then it's impossible around the world. Everyone doesn't speak English and they don't hire people around the world in other countries. So, gee, I can't imagine why there would be uh, plots and conspiracy theories and and revolution in other countries where they use Facebook. So uh, that doesn't make me a genius for, for thinking, but it's so true. It's so obvious. And, and I don't know, it's it's bigger than them. They're never going to get their arms around that. So I don't know what the answer is, but uh, uh, hang on. Let, let me take the Republican view of everything else in the world until now. What about personal responsibility, Britt? Yeah. Yeah. What about personal responsibility? No, nobody made the tobacco companies uh, shove the cigarettes down your throat. You chose to to smoke. You chose to drink. You've made all these. Per- but with Facebook, we're just all, oh, we're victims. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> nobody really understands what they do. Nobody can get around it. And there's really no way to regulate it. I mean, it, we can try to take stabs at it and something needs to be done and blah, blah, blah. But no, there's nobody, even the people that are very smart about technology and have been in it their entire lives and are, are just geniuses, they don't really know. Oh, yes, they do. Of in course terms they of do. The, in terms they of the 
because of the algorithm and what it does and all that other stuff. No, they don't. You, they don't, you don't really have to, understand. No, you don't have to know the coding. You don't have to know that. All you need to know is that the more destructive, the more evil, the worse the shit is, the stickier it is, making you less able to walk away. The, the more horrible for society and for planet Earth that it is, the more profitable it is for Facebook. And they have chosen, we'll take the oh, profits, sure. fuck sure. the world. That, so, so I just explained I, it I, to if you. If I, so, Brad Krantz, were in charge of the world and had the, the, to, and I had the ability to regulate Facebook, yep. I would blank. I would, uh, uh, President Bartlett, what did he say <laughs> in that one show? Go ahead, say it. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Shut it a- down. Shut it down, you that, and you and you know that's not going to happen. That's not an option. I know that. So and by, and by the way, remember, in uh, on that show, they didn't shut it down either. Okay, no, they, well, they, they nothing shut down. But I'm shut saying down the, they it, shut down the government for a few days, and he ate popcorn and watched the, the Notre Dame women's right. basketball team play. Yeah, that that right, happened. Right, but right, right. there's no you can't. There's nobody that understands it. I'm sorry. There's nobody in Congress that really gets it. There's nobody really in tech that gets it. And they said we should do this. This, this, and this, and then Facebook would be much better. That's the huge problem right now. There's such a massive octopus with its tentacles and everything that you can't just go, well, if we did this and such, and then restricted this and such, and then we did this, and then, and everything would be fine. So it's, it's, well, the, I, I don't understand how, I don't understand how to solve it. I just don't. Well, you, the, you, Facebook is like, like economics or dating. Or or uh, next Sunday's football game that you're going to watch. You don't know. Nobody knows how it's going to turn out, and nobody knows how to alter the outcome. I understand yes. that. Uh, you're you're right, of course. But um, uh, I I I don't have obviously I don't have the answer. N- n- uh, nobody does. But you are definitely correct when you bring up the fad that uh, we have all these uh, people who and, and I don't mean to offend you, but. You're not the most tech-savvy person on Earth, neither am I. No. But we're about 20 laps ahead of probably 75% of the members of Congress. Fair enough? Fair enough? I would say, yeah, that's that's about right. <laughs> yes. That's about right. And, and, and so when they're up there in these hearings with the uh, tech people, and I think uh, as we're speaking, they're talking to the uh, Snapchat and, and, and Twitter. Oh, and, God. Uh, the the uh, what's what's the what's the one that TikTok? the youngsters are all uh, yes that one the See, TikTok like that what the youngsters are <laughs> yes <laughs> like it's like I'm Ed Sullivan or well, for you youngsters tonight we have we have Snapchat <laughs> Frank Sinatra sings songs the young people will like it's that album it's when that album comes out yeah 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, They'll, they'll, they'll muddle through. They'll muddle through. Yeah, and they'll continue to pretty much do exactly what they've done, and they'll continue to do good things and a lot of bad things, apparently. And they've got a lot of internal memos showing that you know they're they're a pretty See, evil. The, they're a pretty evil company, aren't they? Right. But here, 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 here's here's one problem though. It, when when it's defended, people, you know, think of all the, the the folks in your life that you've been able to reconnect with through Facebook that you lost track and blah. And, and the pictures that you get to show you, it's as if before Facebook, nobody ever saw a, a, a picture of a member of their friend. It just didn't happen. People didn't uh-huh. share pictures, but just because it's instantaneous didn't doesn't mean it's better. Uh, and we, we found out that's really true. It, it's not that great. And, uh, um, you know, I get the defense of it in terms of, yes, it's it's. It's different, but honest to God, um, and, and as you know, I have to mention, you know, I did cut my holdings by 50% two weeks ago, which well, right now what fairly a moral, smart. What, what a moral stand you took, and it was based on some slight morals that you were having. You didn't yeah, want all the way out. You just wanted a little bit out, and you didn't feel good out. about it. No, not all the way out, and, you know, I'm still losing money, but, you know, so what? <laughs> <laughs> I can go find it out on the street. It doesn't it? Doesn't this matter. All right, a- enough on Facebook. Enough. On, you want to play? Uh, pick the, pick the thing here. Go for it. Give me my choice. That way, sounds disgusting. Pick the thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't do. I don't like that at um, all. I want to go back to Pornhub now. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, bat shit crazy in Florida, and it's not Ron DeSantis. Wow. Um, 
Uh, Virginia is for lovers of democracy, or Virginia is for lovers of Trumpism. Or this could actually make you love Alec Baldwin. Oh, boy. Let's go to Virginia, where that governor's race is going to, again, be a bellwether, as they say every single time that there is a Virginia governor's race. And we don't know if Trumpism will reign supreme, or perhaps Donald Trump has been washed from the hair of America, Brad. Go ahead with our Virginia story. Uh, here we go. University of Virginia. University of Virginia polling this. And uh, right now, and does this sound familiar? Uh, Yunkin, the Republican, the fraud, the liar, the bullshit artist, the Trump guy who pretends he's not the Trump guy. One of the worst human beings I've seen run for public office in a while. In other words, about six months since the last Republicans were running for major. He's just horrible. Well, wait a so minute. Now, help help me a, out. What makes, the, what makes this guy like way worse? Help for, I haven't been following the race. I know he's terrible. I know he embraces Trump. I know Trump won't go up there to actually campaign for him because he's the guy's smart enough to know that. But what, what makes this guy so dreadful? Just because he is. <laughs> you, you, re, you realize what the, the, the main, you know, all Republicans ever do now is sit and wait for the Democrat to say anything that they can pull five words out of context. Right. And then use as a battering ram. And and the one this time around with with Terry McAuliffe uh, has to do with him saying that uh, parents uh, shouldn't be telling schools exactly what they should teach. Okay. Right. And that's turned into, right, right. You, you know what I'm talking about here. And, of course, he didn't really say it that way. It, it, it's bullshit. It's total bullshit. It's just bullshit. But here's the polling right now going into the uh, the last weekend here. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Yunkin, the Republican, leads among white people, 56 to 38, an 18-point lead among white people. But among women, Terry McAuliffe, 59 to 33, 15 points. And among men, 58 to 32 for Yunkin. So it's, you know... Men and the whiter you get as a male, the dumber you are, and the more likely you are to continue to fall for Republican bullshit. It's all across the country, and uh, this time the the uh, margins are way too close for comfort, especially in a state where Donald Trump got his ass kicked by Joe Biden. I believe it was eight or ten points, right? You know, just uh, just ten months ago. So. Uh, it's also the all- tale. It, it's also the tale of the two Virginias: Northern Virginia being more blue, more liberal, more Democrat. Of course, Southern Virginia being less, somewhat more red, and all that stuff. No, you've got that going it, as it's well. The tale of the worst president in American history, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that. No, that's what. I'm, and I'm, ju- I'm I'm not serious, but but that is what's on the ballot right now, and all midterm races are, of course, a referendum on the last one, and if it's after a presidential election, it's about the president and Joe Biden's ratings in Virginia are, are terrible like they are everywhere else right now because Joe Biden intentionally raised gas prices. He intentionally lost the war in Afghanistan. Well, here you go. Yeah, this is a, Joe Biden can't get any legislation. This is the this is the narrative that's emerged. That. The, the narrative that's emerged is this has been the worst nine months in the history of our republic ever. It, it's just ever. It, inflation. It, it, right. <laughs> I mean, I can't get toilet paper anymore, and when I can now, it's a hundred dollars a roll. <laughs> I'm, uh, I can't. I'm not going to be able to get Christmas. I won't be able to get Christmas presents for my family because even if I can afford to order them, they're not going to be here because those Chinese people can't get them here in time. And like you said, gas has gone up to seventy dollars a gallon. Yeah, th- this is the it's, narrative that they it's put. It's worse forward, than right? that, but it's not that the Chinese can't get their stuff here. It's that Joe Biden has put up a blockade around the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach and Portland and Seattle to not let stuff in because he hates Christmas because he's the Antichrist. And so is his uh, uh, you know, health guy, uh, Anthony Fauci, who intentionally funded the Chinese so they could develop the coronavirus and kill the rest of the world. Yeah. And uh, that's I, I, 
Maybe it's a little bit. That wasn't too simplistic, was it? No, <laughs> no that's no, very well, it's, well, it's but we, we totally left out the fact that Joe Biden is trying to teach critical race theory to your children. Um, he still wants uh, immigrants. I've to, seen the videos. I've yeah. seen that video, Britt. <laughs> he, he still wants uh, immigrants to come and rape your daughters. I mean, that's that's still a thing that he what? wants. You're he's right. Importing, right. I mean, all, that, that's why this has been the worst nine months in the history of our republic. And Joe Biden is directly responsible for all of it. That's right. Biggest uh, biggest caravan is about to, to hit the southern border again. <laughs> and they're all saying thank you, Biden, when they, they, they come in now. They're registering on their no, own. No, no, they're, they're not they're not <laughs> saying thank you, Biden. They're saying let's go, Brandon. You know this as they're coming in past the border. Right. So that's the narrative that they're trying to uh, in, in any race whatsoever. Yeah. And that's what's that's what's permeated this race in Virginia. Right. But but here's here's the 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 frightening part of this right now for for real that and, and we're speaking on tuesday and i guess biden is leaving the country on thursday it's about time don't come back um <laughs> right yeah uh take camilla and, with you and, and so now the self-imposed artificial deadline that really doesn't exist but exists now to get at least some legislation passed so that Joe Biden can sign it before he leaves the country so he can brag to the rest of the world that he's getting shit done in the United States. I don't think for one second that that is going to be a deciding factor in the Virginia governor's race, but they're making it appear that way. That Terry McAuliffe needs a victory by Joe Biden as much as Joe Biden needs a victory by Joe Biden legislatively. Because then those uh, people that were, were in that poll that we, we just talked about, some of those white men who right. decided that they're done with, with uh, Democrats, not just a little bit, but now forever, uh, they're going to come back if they see the United States Congress pass and then Joe Biden sign on Wednesday or Thursday before he leaves uh, all the, the, the big legislation on infrastructure and the, uh, the, the other piece of legislation, the bigger one. The, uh, the several trillion dollars or one and a half trillion dollars shrunk down from originally six to three and a half to uh, less than half of three and a half. And, thank you. Thank and, you, Joe so Manchin. That, thank you so right, much. So that, for that. Anyway, so that I don't think that's going to move the needle in Virginia now, because, again, you know, we again, we're, we're, we're what, 100 years into talking this way, Britt, that the Republicans are, are better at evil. They're better at messaging. They're better at destroying. They're better at tipping over the table at your party, no matter what happens. And so uh, uh, this will definitely be a case where if this shrunk down version of the original legislation is passed and is signed, it's going to be less effective. It's going to be less long lasting. It's going to be vulnerable to being killed by the next Congress if the House of Representatives goes to the Republicans and maybe even the Senate, too. Right. They may try to kill it. And then in 2024, if they haven't killed them, then and it's not that Joe Biden is going to sign the death warrant on his own legislation. I understand that. But, you know, they Republicans have this uh, way of how should we say it? Let's call it. What they did with Obamacare. How many times did they pass legislation to, to kill Obamacare? About 70 times. Right. Right. And even when they had a Republican president, it still didn't get killed because, you know, John McCain. That's right. Saved, but they came they came basically one this. vote away. They came one vote away from killing it. Right. And um, if this is the the uh, smaller version, which is going to be of what was originally proposed, are are they going to call it the. Uh, the used deal instead of the new deal. I don't know what they'll call it. You see, it. new car, used car. That's what I did there. Are they going to call it um, the eh, society <laughs> instead of the great society? The, great, the, the mass society. Yeah, the eh, society. Meh, society. <laughs> That's um, good. Because the, the, uh, uh, this is just Democrats versus Republicans classic here where Democrats believe that if they just do good things that help people they will be rewarded for their good deeds they will 
help with child care. They will help pay for college. And they, and they never they do. Help with elder care. Everybody has these problems. And even people in Joe Manchin state of West Virginia, they have these problems, maybe more so. And they will see the goodness of the legislation and reward Democrats at the polls going forward. And then the Republicans sit back there on their hands and say, no, 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 no. This is too expensive and it's socialism. Who wins right. that argument right now in, in, in the public uh, mind, Britt? Only, only every time the Republicans. Only every single time. Right. Only 100% of the time do Republicans right. win that argument. Right. And, um, you know, look, if the legislation were to pass this week, do you think that some crappy road near your house is going to be repaved in the next three months because be nice. the Democrats, be, it's not, it doesn't work that way. It'd be it doesn't nice. work that way. And um, I mean, I'm not saying that the the uh, the Republicans have any kind of real point. No, but they never do. They never do. Just, All they right. their point is always that again. There's it's always some social thing, and they always say that. Oh no, no, we're always all about jobs and about the economy and shit like that. Then it's always critical race theory and abortion and everything. And they roll out. They play the hits, and they do. They play the hits better than anybody. And, and yeah. I, I'm just afraid. And again, looking back over 240 some years of the United States, the amount of time that the Democrats have been. Uh, trying to hammer out this deal is relatively short. It's just a couple of months. Yeah, but that doesn't matter though. But, but that doesn't matter. It's no. oh my God, they've dithered and they've they've oh they can't get along with each other. They just butt heads with each other. That's exactly right. what it is. And that and and I'm sorry, but Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema to an, have have right. played in. They played right into that narrative. That oh they can't you can't put them in charge. You're putting children in charge. They can't do, and they, you know, right. they they have all of their favorite things. And thank God that Joe Manchin stopped them from just getting their wish list. Thank God that he did that. It really doesn't. It really doesn't mean anything. And, and he plays and right into their hands. Are, Republicans are so good at governing, as you yeah. know. Oh, they're they're so really awesome. good. Oh my God! You just put them in right. charge. Okay. Every what do you, what do you think about this one though? The uh, billionaire tax. Now there, there's there's. Every poll that you look at says that there's a tremendous appetite in this country for taxing the wealthy and that the wealthy have done pretty well. And you get a lot of uh, input from people like Warren Buffett and others saying you, know, you can stop coddling the rich. You can actually tax them. And of course, Republicans, their major thing is you got to cut taxes on rich people, because if you do that, they're just going to create so many jobs so many times. And well, when now we're floating the idea of a billionaire tax, what do you think about that? Well, well, you're. You know, you're you're all over the road in the way you're describing this, and and here's Correct. why. I mean, you're you're just not being specific. And by the way, what's her name on MSNBC? Stephanie Rule, who should know better, yeah. fell into the same trap. Uh, which is that this is not a a billionaire tax on their income. Okay, Mark Zuckerberg does not have a high income every year. No. Jeff Bezos does not have a high income every year. Because they don't cut them a check every couple of weeks. That's not that's not how those people work that way. So this is this is a wealth tax. This is truly the the proposal is truly an attempt to get at the uh, huge asset base of billionaires who are billionaires because of their stock holdings and the property that they may own. And, and other a, things that appreciate over years and decades, and they remain untaxed. And then because of the tax system, they are allowed to, they, they hide it, they move it, yeah. and they pass it on. And this is an attempt to get to some of that before it gets away. I think it's a pretty tough road to hoe just from a technical standpoint, because there's just never been, <laughs> there's never been, uh, some kind of uh, legislative tax thing that the richest people haven't been able to figure out a way around. Um, and I, I don't know if, if they can come up with some kind of legitimate scheme. And what if you have a painting? What if you have a Picasso? You bought the Picasso for $50 million and supposedly tomorrow, if you sold it, it would be worth $100 million. Are you supposed to be paying a tax on the... Uh, appreciation that you have not realized yet because you're 
it's it's uh, hanging on your wall. I don't I don't know how I don't know how they they figure there's, things like that out. I don't know. I don't. There's also like an IRA dodge that somehow that they've loopholed into that allows them to go ahead and just amass a lot of money in just like an IRA. And and I think Elon oh, Musk. That, is, that's fuckface. No, that's fuckface Peter Thiel. That's He's amazing. Look, look him up on that one. It's unbelievable what that son of a bitch did. Oh my God. And then it's amazing. Every time you talk about the, every time you talk about raising taxes or doing, doing what you're talking about uh, and, and, you know, trying to get these assets, the, the Republicans just, they frame it as, Oh, these poor rich people, they're just there. They're just helpless. And you're going to raise taxes and take, you're going to take all this money out of the economy that could be used. It's as if, Rich people don't have armies of lawyers and accountants to hide the money and move it around and do all of that shit. And, and, and it's amazing. I'll tell you, you know, this is, of course, a case of of governing. Governing means making choices and and setting priorities. And uh, I just don't think, you know, years from now, if they did put something into this legislation about trying to to uh, uh, and I think the word will be used a lot, confiscate uh, the wealth oh. of of uh, really, really, really rich people. And by the way, Britt, you and I, we should be careful about that because next it'll be us because we're oh, going to be sure. rich someday sure. like that. And they'll come after us. So they came for the billionaires. Yet, right? They came for the billionaires and I did nothing. But but to, to, to me, if you really wanted to uh, do the most important thing to help the greatest number of people, not tomorrow, but in the mid to, to, to long term, assuming that uh, if you're under under 55 or 60, you have a long life ahead of you, you may live another 20, 30, 40, 50 years. The most important thing that you could do, which I don't consider taxing the rich, but it'll be portrayed that way if it ever does, would be to change the way Social Security deductions yeah. are are done in this country, and uh, uh, right now, one of the suggestions is, and I think it tops out what about one hundred thirty thousand. First hundred thirty thousand or so, you get taxed for so, and then that's it. Everything after that, you don't have to pay the Social Security tax. The uh, uh, you know whatever couple percent it is that your employer matches, right? Right. Um, and one of the proposals is okay. After one hundred thirty thousand, it picks up again at over four hundred thousand. Okay, mm. so everybody in between there still gets the gets the break. I say, forget about it. I say, every dollar should be taxed to save Social Security from now into the future, which will do more to help uh, middle and lower income folks who are going to need that. A lot of them. May, use it for 30 40 50 60 70 percent of their of, of the way they live after they retire or they stop working and if something isn't done quickly about that in in 10 or 15 years and the number changes all the time it's going to be to the point where they have to start cutting benefits to start cutting benefits and and people aren't going to like that they're going to hate that and that would be but, but you know there's nothing sexy about that isn't that the most boring thing? That's just not exciting because no. it doesn't really. And I cannot imagine what argument Jeff Bezos or the richest people in the country would really have against paying the Social Security tax on every dollar that they make. And I'm not talking about a wealth tax for Social Security. I'm just talking about income taxes. OK, we'll stay in that realm because it's more understandable for everybody. Sure. Um, the, the, and there are people that make really high salaries. That, yeah, that, there are. That they get, and, you know, when they get to uh, April or something and they've made their first 130 and they're going to make another, three, man, I just got a raise for the rest of the year. I don't have to pay Social Security. <laughs> right? Right? Um, so I'm told. Uh, and, you know, yes, that is redistribution. But it's the kind of redistribution that is so good for the country. <laughs> That's so good for, for, for shoring up a, a problem. And by the way, that, that same thing applies for, for Medicare too, right? You don't right. want Medicare to, to, to start having to cut benefits. And Medicare has a, an expiration date too on where the amount of money uh, starts to, to, to go upside down. So 
you know, your FICA tax, make that exact on everything. I should be on everything. That's the, that's the tax hike you could love. That's well, the tax hike that you, we should be able to live with that uh, should have a large constituency, even among stupid fucking white Republican males who make $45,000 a year. They should understand that every dollar <laughs> they make gets taxed for Social Security, but the boss man down the hallway, who a rich guy, he ain't paying shit after the first 130 And shouldn't he have to pay on all of it? They yeah. should understand that, but they don't, and it won't happen. And I thank you for your attention. <laughs> let's go to let's go to Florida for your second story. There, I want to see what's going on in Florida. That does this does not involve now Governor DeSantis. You're telling us? No, 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 it doesn't. Um, uh, this is from the uh, Tampa Bay newspaper here, the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, they have an attorney general there. Her name is Ashley Moody. Ashley okay. Moody, and uh, she signed on to the lawsuit with the other Republican attorneys general uh, demanding that the Supreme Court listen to uh, Texas to help try to overturn the election. Remember that? And they, yeah. they've dug in and found a bunch of emails from within the attorney general's office in Florida. And all the other lawyers in the office said, this is bad shit. She's out of her fucking mind. She's nuts. There's nothing here. Here's yeah. the quote. Bad shit insane, which is why uh, Texas's solicitor general wasn't in on it. Okay. So it must be the only guy in the Texas attorney general's front office who didn't quit or wasn't fired for alleging that Paxson committed crimes. So that's another issue out of Texas where the uh, attorney general is in all kinds of trouble too. But um, we're, we're just seeing the surface of these these uh, stories where you see Republicans who may not speak up publicly, but privately, they know they're wrong. Mm. It, it's all over the country. Now, I don't know how that extends outward and helps protect the country because, you know, that's, that's the uh, argument that uh, some of these uh, folks have made who uh, say, well, you know, I can't quit. I have to stay in my job to protect the country against the person who will replace me, who will suck worse than I do. Right. So in the case of the attorney general's office in Florida, all these underlings knew it was bullshit, but they had to go along with it because the attorney general said, yeah, we're signing on to it. But if, if they're speaking, if we're finding out now, it doesn't matter. Does it? Because, and, and, and it's not just us. It's, it's all of us who care about this country. We're all seeing in slow motion, the blocks being put into place to the next time get it done. It's not going to get stopped. They're going to figure out how to make the specious, disingenuous legal arguments in front of a judge that may have been appointed by Republicans or in states where the legislature has changed the law to make it possible to make these ridiculous, legally weak arguments suddenly get accepted. Yeah. So, you know, the, the year 2020 into 2021, we're seeing the dress rehearsal. We're seeing this sucker play up in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and they want to bring it to Broadway for the big show yeah. in 2022, but maybe not till 2024. 2022, also kind of a, kind of a, a warm-up, a... A prelude. I mean, I, I didn't even notice this uh, here in North Carolina. And again, you know, we've managed to kind of keep our heads below the radar out of the headlines most of the time with with Texas and Florida and Georgia and places. Yeah, like that. but thank Ever. God, Mark Robinson, our lieutenant governor is out there pitching for us. He's trying. He's trying. He's, trying. <laughs> He's giving not, it a shot. Not, not getting the kind of traction that, that he was hoping yeah. for. Probably. Yeah. But uh, but they, they passed in the legislature uh, this bill that would comb through all of the jury uh, records when you get contacted for jury duty. You know, one of the questions they ask you is, are you an American citizen? And if yeah. you say no, well, then you can't be a juror, right? Correct. So the Republicans in our state, North Carolina, they came up with this brilliant idea to match up the jury response records with the voting rolls so that they could catch all of the people. 
who are voting in this state illegally who aren't right. citizens. And you know what the number that they came up with on how many ha have ever even attempted to do that? You ready? You want to play high-low on that one? You want to play high-low? Go ahead. Try it. Four. I'll say four. Uh, that's a little low. That's a little low. <laughs> well, how, what, what is it? 18. <laughs> this is this this is never going to see the light of day it's not going to pay cooper would never sign it with the governor but it's the point that they would do this it's the point that they're making that you need to not trust elections you need to not trust the registration process you need to not trust who's on the voting rolls just because and we the republicans we were trying to do something about it you see what we were doing <laughs> didn't work you wouldn't allow it to happen because you like to have fraudulent elections you like to have illegal voters don't you of course Democrats? well yeah so, and we're trying to replace we're trying to replace uh, all the white folks with immigrants too tucker that's one of the things right. that we're doing right 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 so <laughs> that's what they're doing well, I, I did see, I can't find the article now, but they, they really kind of did the deep dive into these ideas about registering uh, dead voters and dead people voting and stuff. And almost in every instance, they found it was Republicans that were doing it, that were registering dead people and <laughs> having dead people almost every single, I don't think, I, I, in fact, I couldn't think of a single time that they caught a Democrat doing that. I mean, it was always like, they, uh, I, it was maybe in Pennsylvania or somewhere up north where the guy had registered dead people to vote and. There, there was all sorts of it was almost always republicans that were doing this shit every single time well, all i can say brit is that the republicans have a lot of nerve talking about dead people voting when charles grassley age 88 is running for re-election in Iowa. boom roasted okay <laughs> i don't apologize for a second for going ageism on that guy i don't um, in the wake of that in, in the wake of that Rolling Stone article, the, this article from CNN, at least five former Trump White House staffers are talking to the January 6th committee. We've always okay. wondered at some point when the snakes would turn on each other. And there are some people that were involved with planning all of the rallies and stuff that are pissed off at Donald Trump. And they're very upset. They think that he has betrayed them. And they're like, I'm out. I'm going to talk to whoever. I'm not the one that's going to go to jail. Fuck this guy. Fuck Mark Meadows and uh, Mo Brooks and Paul Gosar and everybody else that was out there. I'm going to start yapping. So maybe that's maybe Absolutely. we're actually going to get to some of the truth of this. Well, I mean, this is the the uh, theory as to why you start to indict people uh, not starting with Trump. You start below and yeah. just like when they, they break up a mafia uh, family or, or a crime ring, they, they start with the, the uh, guy out on the street uh, selling single cigarettes. The next thing you know, you've got the, you've got the captains and the, and the people at the top. So these are staff people in the White House whose names we probably wouldn't know, correct? Right, right. The, the, these are, these are uh, uh, secretaries and, 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 and people like that. Well, you know what? Guess who knows the most? about what goes on in an organization. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is. Uh, and, and, and by the way, I haven't seen, and, you know, uh, Trump throws more air balls, okay, than anybody on everything, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sue the government for doing this. Uh, I'm going to use executive privilege when I don't have any. Correct. But I noticed that through the last few months, and for instance, with this story today, with White House staffers talking to Congress. I'm surprised that, that Donald Trump hasn't tried. And this would be a complete fraud, a complete fake, with no basis of legitimacy, legitimacy, fact, or ability to really do it. But I'm surprised that he hasn't said that these people signed personal non-disclosure agreements with me and therefore are not allowed. They shouldn't be allowed to talk to the, right? Doesn't that sound like something he would do? Ooh, lost your audio there. Hold on. Hold on. Lost your audio. Hold on. Sorry, that was me. I was muted for just a second because I think I snorted. But no, that 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 dog ain't gonna hunt. If you're if, if you're not gonna get executive privilege, then your stupid non disclosure agreement's not gonna work. I, no, no, we're not arguing the, the merits. Yeah, but that it's does, yeah. of course. Exactly. The, the, the point is everything is designed 
to delay. And yeah. uh, every one of these things is, well, you know, it doesn't mean anything, but it's going to have to be decided by a judge, sure. right? <laughs> and the judge always goes, this is a joke, and he throws whatever stupid no, no, claim no, down. No, and we, we'll be able to hear that case next February. <laughs> That's what that's what he does. That's what they're doing. That's what all these people are doing. They're just trying to. They're they're not just trying to run out the clock. They're trying to break the clock, beat the clock, bury the clock, and pretend there is no clock. Well, there's look, there's 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 simple. I mean, obviously, Democrats and Republicans can have disagreements about you know about taxation and about this and that and even some social issues. But there has to be a basic thing when you ask any any Republican. Boom. Do you believe the election was stolen from Donald Trump in 2020? That's a yes or no question. Do you believe that fraudulent votes got Joe Biden into office and he was fraudulently elected as president of the United States? Well, that's the question so you got to ask. Wrong. That's, no, that's to... where you're wrong. Oh, yeah. You think this is a yes or no question, <laughs> but you see the answers that are given as was the one that was given on Sunday on TV by retiring retiring senator roy blunt of missouri so keep in mind roy blunt is not subject to being retaliated against yeah electorally by anybody including by trump and what was his answer to the question you just asked was was uh, uh the election free and fair in november of 2020 for president see what his answer was you ready no it it is what it is the election is what it was. What does that, that mean? That was his answer. What does that, that even mean? Was, of course, it means nothing. It, it means even at this point, even at this point, this party and these people are so, I don't know if I want to use the word mentally ill, mm-hmm. or so far down the hole that they can't find it within themselves to have one shred of decency and honesty in public. You think that Roy Blunt, when he's not on TV or is out with people that he knows that aren't going to blab on him, says, yeah, the uh, 2020 election, it is what it is. He doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. But in public, he's afraid to say that, of course, Joe Biden was elected in a free and fair election. Of course it was. Can't say it. And, and he, he's not up for a lot. He's done. Yeah, he's he just, through. And by the way, uh, let's not leave it just with him. Have you heard Richard Burr say that the 2020 election was completely legitimate and that Joe, B- Joe Biden is the president of the United States? I haven't heard him say that. No, Maybe the did. best the best you ever get out of these people is there were certainly some uh, concerning uh, examples of election fraud. But I do believe that Joe Biden uh, won the election. And we need to work on that election Which, fraud, of course, by the way. course, it's not good enough. It's bullshit. It's, never, it's always, yeah. <laughs> it's I, bullshit. I've, I apologize. We have one more scrap on the table, and that was your third story. And I can't remember after Virginia and Florida what your third story was that you were going for. Oh, oh, I know it is. This could make you love Alec Baldwin. Please give it to me as he continues to be savaged by people like Donald Trump Jr., who needs to overdose immediately. That's the story. Uh, We have uh, a listing. Thank goodness uh, we have the Associated Press to list all these horrible things. And, and, uh, you and I are not known exactly for discretion in a lot of no, cases. No. Um, but you know what? And I, I think this all happened after our last podcast on Thursday, right? We didn't we didn't talk about the, the no. shooting on Thursday. No. I think it yeah. happened that day. Uh, so it didn't develop. And we've been talking about it. You know, I actually thought for about two seconds about putting up some kind of a smart-ass yeah. thing about it. Pithy, yeah, yeah. And then I thought, you know what? Why don't I take my own advice for once and and shut up until we know something? It worked. Um, you didn't do it. Good job. I think it was I think it was pretty much the, the right thing, but uh, I guess I'm in the minority of, of one as far as uh, people might do that. So here you go. We'll run through these. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. is selling $28 T-shirts on his website with the slogan, you ready, ready? Uh, guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin kills people. That's hilarious. And then uh, he's got uh, photos you can uh, buy. Maybe these are memes that have a uh, picture of Baldwin that says, let's all watch Alec Baldwin blame the gun. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we have another one from Trump Jr. 
I don't know whether this is a front page giant headline in New York Daily News. They're calling him the spawn of Hayton, <laughs> which I like. Um, here's the comment from Donald Trump Jr. Screw all the sanctimony I'm seeing out there. If the shoe was on the other foot, Alex, A-L-E-X, Baldwin, would literally be the first person peeing on everyone's grave trying to make a point. Fuck him. Right. Uh, then we go up to Ohio, where uh, I used to be from, but I'm no longer <laughs> from Ohio. Right. I've, I've written that out of my uh, base. Uh, this guy, J.D. Vance, again, a, oh, a, a, this, a this guy's a word. and Trump. Yeah, right. the hillbilly elegy author who's now running for yeah, the Senate from the state of Ohio. Right. right. Uh, so he goes on Twitter and he says that Trump should be let back onto Twitter just so he could go after Alec Baldwin. Yeah, right. that's kind of taking it to a new level. That is of uh, syncophant stuff. Because yeah. Alec Baldwin's uh, remember Alec Baldwin's great sin is that he imitated Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live. That's his great sin among these people. Of he course made it fun is. of Donald it's Trump. It. Of course it is. Now. Uh, when you delete tweets, we know that means nothing. So yes. we'll pretend that this is something, but it's not. That woman, Candace Owens, she's just yeah. dreadful. Delightful. She says that the shooting was poetic justice, her words, for Alec Baldwin. Poetic justice. That prompted Alec Baldwin's daughter to call Owens, quote, the most disgusting, hateful, cancerous human being I've ever come across. Well, she hasn't met everybody yet, but that's okay. true. That's true. Out to uh, Colorado, Lauren Boebert. It's the rogues gallery. They're all in on this. It's the worst. She made fun of Baldwin by recalling that he once promised to make T-shirts reading, my hands are up, please don't shoot me, in support of Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> Boebert said that Alec Baldwin, are these still available? Ha, 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 asking for a movie producer. Ha, 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 ha. Like Trump Jr., Boebert dismissed the resulting criticism you crazy blue checks want to take away our right to defend ourselves with a firearm and know nothing about basic gun safety. If this was a conservative celebrity, you'd be calling for his head. Mm. Okay. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> Imagine what about ism. Okay. And then over on the view, uh, a show that uh, I don't watch, and mm. every time you bring it up, I beat the shit out of you for bringing it up. But I aggressively a, don't watch it as well. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Sonny Hostin, who is a lawyer, she's one of the hosts, she went after those who criticize Alec Baldwin, saying they're trying to exploit the tragedy for political points. And I don't know how you make political points with Alec Baldwin. He's not a, yeah, a politician. He's not running for office. But, okay, no. I guess it's culture war trumps everything. Small town. Right. right. You know, a woman died here, a woman who was a mother, a wife, someone who was just good at what she did. When you have people like that coming out, try to, I don't know, take some sort of opportunity and a shot at Alec Baldwin, I thought it was pretty disgusting and despicable. She's obviously in the minority of uh, people who think there's there's something to be gained on this from from uh, uh, pinning this onto uh, Alec Baldwin. I, I'd be surprised if the end result here is some kind of legal action against Baldwin based on the he should have known it was a real gun with real bullet. He, he should have it's, known. I'm not, I don't know whether that one's that part of it. I mean, that part of it, that's that part of it is silly. However, you know, the safety concerns on the set and since he is part of the production team and stuff, he can be that that's going to be the negligence where it's going to be. It just sounds like every half-ass radio station we ever worked at. Low yeah. budget, cheap equipment, <laughs> yeah. not enough people doing their jobs correctly who didn't know what the fuck they were doing. I mean, that's this is a low no, budget, low rent movie. Now, you could say, if hey, somebody would have, why? Yeah, why are you involved in such a low budget? But what? And if know, somebody would have brushed involved. against one of those wires hanging from the ceiling at WZTK and died, then maybe there would have been, you know, there would have been some problems, and somebody would have had to answer for something. Thankfully, that never happened. We only have. You know, cancer from all the radiation. That's all we have to deal with as we go forward in our lives. So that's that's a good thing. Right. And and and, and uh, I, I just want to end with a, a restate of a, of a bottom line idea that we had many, many months ago. And I think it, it, it stands the test of time, maybe even more so now, based on the fact that uh, you just 
reveal that story of the White House staffers who are apparently yeah. talking now. Right. And, uh, you know, this is not going as fast as we want it to. Wish it was going faster. But the repulsive, disgusting attempt to smear the, uh, the police who were on duty that day and make it somehow about them, that it's their fault over right. what happened on January 6th, as opposed to is, is so, so far off the mark. And I, I only mention one last time that only White House police died. Only, only one Ashley Babbitt died. If we would have had four or five members of Congress or something happened to Mike Pence, would we be where we are right now? I think we'd be a little bit further along. And I hate to say that we would have been better off if a few members of Congress, quote, had been sacrificed, unquote. I hate to say that, but it's true. Mm. It's really, really true. In other words, the wrong people died. Mm. Ter- I ha- uh, 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 no one should have died, of course. It never no. should have happened. But because it wasn't tantamount to a political assassination or loss of life, you know, this isn't like when a congressman dies in a plane crash, we're sad. And they, they, they if we would have had members of Congress, if Nancy Pelosi, if there would have been a hostage situation, we'd sure. be in a different place right now. Because, and, and you can kill me for saying this. Even Republicans would have been outraged at it and couldn't have pretended otherwise. Even Republicans, if there would have been loss of life by mm-hmm. their own. Possibly. I, no, I, I, yeah, you're right. I cannot say definitively anything because that would be like saying, you know, <laughs> this is the one thing that's going to stop Trump from running for president four years ago. They'll never run. I get that. I understand yeah, that. Yeah. But I, I, do, I do believe that if we would have had the deaths of uh, people in office that day die at the hands of these crazy people, these horrible people who hate our country but pretend they love it. Exactly. We'd be in a different place right now. So and, and unfortunately, the, the Capitol Police did their job well enough and got everybody protected. Well, they and murdered we, uh, They murdered that poor Ashley Babbitt. I mean, that's, right. that's, what, that's the that, narrative. They, that, that, but the, the, they protected the people they're supposed to protect, which is uh, people in the government. And they did their job well. Yeah. And uh, uh, even people who are right now part of that 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 uh, horrendous six that were named uh, in the Rolling Stone piece, the Paul Gosars and the Lauren Boberts and the Marjorie Taylor Greens. And Mo Brooks. And uh, the, Mo Brooks. Those Madison Cawthorn. They were protected by those Capitol Police. So yeah. that's what makes this so sick. That's yeah. what makes it so horrible. You know, hey, guess what? They protected the wrong people. How about yeah. that? 